Welcome to the Summer Rewind of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev, where we are rewinding back to some of our favorite moments from our previous seasons. Let's get it. I grew up, my high school, right? My high school, if you were a black man, and well, a young black male in high school, in my high school, and you were like part of the in crowd, yo, you were either a ball player or a dope boy. He was he was a ball player from the hood, and and for some reason could not parlay that into a more enjoyable experience. Couldn't couldn't it was like the two couldn't intertwine. He didn't know how to like coexist in both worlds. Like it was Cause, yeah, because it wasn't like he he you know he grew up in a in a, a black environment, and then he was just dropped off in like an all white environment. He was he was uncomfortable in his own skin. Yeah. Like everywhere. Everywhere. Very self-conscious. So before we dive all the way into it, just off the title alone, right? Following our typical format, what did you think the book was going to be about? You know, I thought it was going to be more deeper. I didn't think it was going to be as comical and like easy to read. I thought it would just be like heavy. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. I, from the title, man, I thought it was uh, it was like a video game because <laughs> that's I, I've I've been through periods in my life that I felt more like a Mario brother. <laughs> then <laughs> I'm just looking for the next mushroom or the next one, the next life, the next one up, so I can have another life <laughs> to live another day. Okay. And, and the way uh, the way he kind of described different scenarios throughout the book. What doesn't kill you makes you blacker. But he was speaking from very unique black experiences, some that I've had and encountered myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, his 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 description of <clears throat> places and locations and his love for Pittsburgh was evident. But I also identified because he, he you know he was shouting out local landmarks that I've been to, like U Street and Ozio's, yeah, mm-hmm. and Sequoia. So oh, I said, Sequoia. I was like, I, I, I've yeah. probably seen this nigga out before then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dang. Um, but the, the title alone, it was like, man, you know, hey, if you black, that means you can live to see another day, man. Because you're in the, you're in the, you're in that, a lot of this, the, the, at least the fight in his mind wasn't because of society's interpretation on black people. It was his interpretation on how he saw himself as somebody black in those environments because he was always he felt he I, seems like he he had uh he always seemed like he was he, he felt awkward or he had like an imposter syndrome or something like that and that took a, took me aback a little bit because if he was a d1 ball player I, I would assume he was pretty good you know to get a scholarship mm-hmm. right so you know you're, you're athletically inclined you know you're, you're popular I didn't see where the problems were outside of, you know, his upbringing or whatever, but it seems like he, he, even with the finances, they still had a stable household and loving parents and yeah. they cared about each other. So I was just trying to figure out like, yo, why, why, why do you feel so awkward? Because it seemed like he had everything going for him and those points in his life. You know what I'll say too? I think on the outside, if you knew him growing up, I think everybody thought like, yo, you know, he normal, like you said, he semi-popular. He started on the uh, basketball team or this D1 school. But I think internally, as his book was showing, like it was so many things that 
whether it was awkwardness or he was just struggling with. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was a lot of delayed development in terms of like mm -hmm. self-actualization. And it was awkward, right? It was kind of like the adventures of the awkward black girl where it was like, how do you find yourself in these situations and you're better than this, you're smarter yeah. than this, you're wiser than this, you're faster than this. And, and here we are, right? Especially with, um, you know, the job situation. I'm just like, bro. But from the title alone, I thought that it was a book about perseverance and survival and resiliency. Right, like, in spite of all the things that I've gone through, right? Like, blackness is about survival. Like, our story is about mm -hmm. how can we turn our tragedies into triumphs. Mm -hmm. And I kind of got that in some of the aspects of the book. Mm -hmm. um, but then the life lessons, I think, they were simple lessons that he just expanded upon. Um, like the barbershop situation and how um, not facing something until it's too late to face it. That was a, that was something that was a simple chapter, but it was very impactful for me. The, the nigga fight story. Bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> yeah dude. He was so adamant about, yo, I need to have one of these. And then when it was, when it took place, it was like a, bro, uh, a white guy in the truck that, drove past so he was like ah damn do i laugh because like i don't get to have one do i laugh because they didn't even slow down like and there's nothing i could do about it like you he and he it this this was something that he did in almost every chapter the way he psyched his mind up into thinking like this is my course of action mm -hmm. this is what's gonna happen i'm like bro you were so strategic in how you did this and it still didn't work out that way. Like it was, nothing, nothing. It was like the sky's falling, the sky's falling, the sky's falling, the sky's falling. Two raindrops. <laughs> that like that's how that was the setup in every chapter, man. I was like, dude. And then he kind of fessed up to it later in the book. I'm like, yo, why are you so scary, man? You scared of everything. Yeah. And I was really trying to figure out where did the fear come from or the insecurity because. Even, you know, when he talked about the relationship dynamics between his mother and father and his father oftentimes being unemployed, but his father, the fact his father was unemployed, his father was available to mm -hmm. like groom him and coach him and prepare him for this basketball journey that he went on too. And it was a lot of love and support there. Yeah. And I, so the only, the only struggle that I really saw throughout the book was, you know, finances, because that was something that his parents we're struggling with and it's something that he 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 began to struggle with yeah but outside of finances alone some of that stuff like you having to be basically showed up by a 15 16 year old little girl who driving a car before and you 26 years old Bro. like that was the thing to say oh if she could do it so could i that hurt i'm trying me. to figure out yo what happened when, when he read that i mean when i read that i was like bro Dude, I was like, yo, what happened? Your students is driving before you? You know, I, 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 it, was, it, was, it was strange to me, man. I was like, yo, what, what, literally what happened? Because even the excuse that he gave as far as, you know, having to take the bus everywhere. And so if you have reliable transportation, public transportation is reliable, you might not need a license. 
But even still, no, you might not need a car. You, you might not need a need car. A <laughs> yeah. And I was just trying to figure out like what happened in his life, like to make him scary. You know what I, I when I'm thinking, because you know, to that point, I'm like, well, what was it? I do obviously his mom for the most part, she always had a stable job. She's working. His dad, I think his dad, he appeared to be for the most part, I mean, he worked, but unemployed, but he appeared to be consumed with other stuff, probably just consumed with what he felt like the weight of the world. I got these bills piled up. You know, if I don't lost this job, I'm about to lose this other one. Like it appears that he was kind of consumed with that stuff. Not saying he wasn't there for him, but probably to, to provide that development or encouragement that he needed. But then I think about that because he did say that he had a sister, but I remember him saying his sister was like nine years older than him. But he never really talked about that relationship. You're so right. He didn't. Yeah. When I when I think about, you know, why was he kind of like scary? You know, some people need like a mentor and a mentor can be in form of like an older cousin, obviously a sibling. Or, you know, if you and like your pops, like best friends, like you have that. It appeared like in this story, he didn't really have it. His best friend, Brian, I think they just played basketball together and just like play video games. Brian wasn't really his moral compass to say, hey, do this, do that. Brian was like kind of doing his own thing. And when it was fun, they would do things together. So I don't know. Yeah, I could, I could see that too. And there, there were there were aspects of the story that I was looking for that I didn't hear, right? Mm -hmm. And so I really wanted to know, like, for example, like did your dad teach you how to tie a tie? Like what were some of the life skills that your father instilled in you, right? Um, but instead, we were left to make assumptions that, oh, this happened. And so you didn't really, he kind of alluded to it in the chapter about um, living while Black killed my mom. Yeah, right? he did. Yeah. And I, I thought that was an impactful, impactful chapter, how when he was thinking of a eulogy for his mother, the only mm -hmm. thing that he could think of was like the things that his father taught him. Yeah. Um, but then he alluded to it like, yo, we had me and my mother had a loving relationship. Right. And they spared uh, shared special things. But it was like he couldn't talk about the strength of his mother without putting down his the weaknesses of his yep. father. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting that he would even consider that. Right. Like, but then when you think about it, wow the moment of pure strength that his mother illustrated was because of a predicament that the father allowed them to get in. Because mm -hmm. for me, I couldn't understand. I was like, well, if your job closed on Monday, why two years later, why are you, why are you still not working? Yeah, and some of that stuff went unanswered. And, uh, especially around when, you know, he got suspended from school right. and the dad covered for him. And I... I was like, okay, that's noble, but like, yo, you also the dad, like your kid isn't in school. Right. Like you get, you need to figure out like, why isn't he in school? And, and even he never really talked about the exact reason he was expelled. Like every time he got in the, he, you know, he made a reference that he was expelled from school, suspended from school for some reason. He never went into like the reason why he was suspended. I was trying to think. Um... It wasn't a fight, was it? No, it wasn't a fight. 
Yeah, he never. He, he was too scared to, to get in the fight when he Facts. needed to needing to get in the fight. <laughs> Facts. I was always so going to say too. One thing that I think he picked up from his dad just by osmosis is the fact that his dad wasn't real good at communicating. And what I mean by that, a lot of times in this story, when something would come up, they would literally inform each other at the last minute. Every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the dad, the dad was, he was, he was uh, prone for that. That stressed yeah. me the hell yeah. out and I was when, just reading it. When their house is going into foreclosure, this man found finds out about it when he goes home, it's like, we have to move. When the whole thing about him being kicked out of the school because his address wasn't what it's supposed to be in that district. I don't even know how he couldn't even tell his wife for that long. Yeah, it's man. Like, literally, it, everything it was some was suspect stuff going on. Yeah. they. I just felt like they didn't do a good job as a family communicating. And maybe for the, the author in this book, he probably had, he probably struggled with talking to his dad or, or his just his parents in general about things he struggled with because communication just wasn't modeled mm. in his household that's legit yeah and, and it was it was things that i was seeing and i was like mm, now i can see why he did this in this other chapter now it makes sense it was it's kind of like when you're growing up you're never really taught how to love you're told how to love mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right and teaching and telling are two different things Right. You're never really taught how to be um, a respectable person. You're just told to be respectful. And it's like, what what the hell does that mean? So it's like, oh, OK, so I say good morning. I speak when I see you. I, I say farewell when I leave. Someone sneezes. I say bless you. I'm a respectful person. But it's like, what does what does that really mean? And it's not until we are older where the assumptions then come with the broken down application and now it's like oh that's what they meant but it was a lot of that in this story i mean in his in his memoir as he calls it but yeah I, he he almost spoke in a flashback point of view like from a flashback point of view mm -hmm. nothing nothing was present tense it was even in his storytelling like when he met his wife he told him he it was like one story went to another story mm -hmm went to another story and another story. And then somehow he looped in the beginning. Yo, oh, we met, we met, that, we met, we met uh, during reggae night. That was like a place. soap opera, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he would add another layer or another story would come in, I'm just like, what is happening? And then like, when he was like, we actually met before, I was like, no, that's not the place for you to say that. Like, <laughs> at a job. <laughs> now, now you want to communicate. Now you want to talk. Now you want to talk. <laughs> it was like, bro. And then when he Facebook stalked her for all that time, like, man, and yo, you looking at you stalking her man's too. I was bro, like, we ain't, we yo, can't be the same age, yo, man. I, I was like, we can't be the same age, man. I ain't never looking, <laughs> looking on, looking on, on a, a chick's Facebook to then look at her man's Facebook. Bro, I was <laughs> hollering. I was like, oh, we got a detective. Sherlock yeah. Homeboy oh, yeah. he, over here. Yeah, he def he definitely should be an investigative Sherlock reporter. <laughs> Bro. And they have Judy Bloom. He, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, yo? He went through layers and I was like, 
bro, this is crazy. That's it's borderline creepy, man. I would say it was all the way creepy. It's, uh, it's all the way okay. creepy. Now let let's be real for a minute. <laughs> you do know now. Nah, I'm not guilty of that either, but you do know one that is people out there who do oh that. absolutely and oh yeah for sure for sure it is an entire netflix uh like series about yep. i forget the name of it so uh the dude's in the dude's name bill or something i think so yeah it, it's what a stalker creeper yes. kind of thing yeah creepy as hell i'll find it and i'll send it to you I'll, that's l is it called us no i don't i don't remember anyway i think yeah but no it it's people that really exist and this shit really happens i was just taken aback i was yeah. like oh bro you you did all that you did all of that to be deflated and be like she's out of my league nigga you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out of my league oh oh i didn't i'm sorry i didn't know After you were your taking. market research like oh hey guys let's not build our business here like bro <laughs> To continue listening to Bourbon and Books, What Doesn't Kill You, check out Season 3, Episode 24 of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev, available on all streaming platforms. Stay cool and be light.